Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning in to the Survivor Now podcast. The content is coming up shortly, but first we got to pay some bills. Okay, we are so excited to tell you guys about this great partnership we now have with our good friend Katie over at Katie Tedesco Art. Since 2015, Katie has been running the original Survivor fan shop where she creates Survivor trading cards, Survivor idol keychains, Big Brother keys, and more. We have been huge fans of hers ever since we started ordering our own items. We're huge fans of the Survivor trading cards. I even got my favorite, John Cochran. You can order them in packs, say an entire season, or you can also order your favorite Survivor Castaways cards in individual packs as well. The items come in a timely manner and are handled with care to make sure you, as a customer, are never disappointed. You can check out all of her cool work over at our Etsy site. The link is in our Instagram bio, so just head on over, let her know Survivor Now sent you, and give her a follow. You can find her on Insta, at Katie Tedesco Art. That's all one word, and that's Katie Tedesco, T-E-D-E-S-C-O, Art. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Today, Will and I are going to be discussing episode 11 of Big Brother 25. Today is the HOH and nomination ceremony. So we're going to talk all about the pressure cooker, who won, who's nominated, and was this episode meh or kind of good? We're going to talk it through today. I know Will and I uh, just finished watching the episode. So let's just get right into it. Um, Will, well, first of all, I have to ask, how late did you stay up? Or the pressure cooker so i i think i mean so I, I laid down at three and by then i kind of lost all track of time the last person that went out was izzy for me i i think there was a long gap between izzy and was it bowie jane who was the fourth out it was I, izzy I and bowie jane yeah yeah there's there's a really long gap and so i wasn't i i slept through and slept in pretty late because you know 3 a.m is fun time to go to sleep too um but what about you matthew i know you left soon after our podcast on that night but I, mean, yeah, you... I, I was so excited i kind of figured in my head i was like this is my it could be my only chance to see a pressure cooker on the feeds unless they do it again in the future so i kind of couldn't fall asleep after our stream and i did stick around for a little bit but then every time i would like take a break from it I would miss everyone. Like I missed Izzy dropping out. I missed Bowie Jane dropping out. Um, and then I missed the winner when that happened. So didn't see any of the lights go off. That was unfortunate, but I still had a really fun time just seeing it all play out in real time. It was very interesting. Yeah. And it was kind of unfortunate that we weren't really able to see um, Sari or Jared go out. Uh, the yeah. feeds cut. And then, you know, by the time they came back, it's like, oh, they're out. Um, it was also interesting to be able to see what everyone got as a rewards because I know the feeds tried to hide it. Um, what'd you think about the rewards? Cause I thought they were like ungodly bad this season. <laughs> they were weird. They were really weird. Like I was really, I was expecting the subscription to Paramount plus and Showtime. Like I yeah. figured that was going to come into play. Um, and then what was there? There was like a thousand dollars. I think Lou got, 
Um, and then there was the six pack of beer. It seemed like they were trying to like do similar prizes to Big Brother Six, but with inflation and with the like, like where we're at now compared to Big Brother Six, the prizes seemed really tame. Yeah, I mean, the, the I think the problem is too. It's like we had the weird or like the bad prizes. Like we had the have not, the flies, um, and the concert the spray it's like those are like the best like we we expect those when there's a, like a bunch of rewards but like the good awards too weren't that good and then we the bowie jane won a pressure cooker um oh was, yes <laughs> that was that was funny that was on brand but like blue like a thousand dollars is a lot of money for like for me but like when you're on a tv show if you get awarded a thousand dollars it's not the most amount of money compared to $750,000. Well, I mean, but listen, it's still, I mean, that's the envelope I would hope to get if I was in there, not going to lie. Um, can you imagine picking the like Paramount Plus one and being like, I watch Big Brother. <laughs> I am a live feeder. Like I have the subscription, but thanks. Um, would it be free for you? It, yeah, it would be free for a year. I mean, you, that's right. That's good. Uh, the flies were a disappointment to me. I... I don't know if it was because the room was so dark. I wouldn't change the setting. I actually thought that the the look yeah. of this pressure cooker was awesome. But the flies, you you couldn't see them. It was just like like this random door opened up and we would we all just had to pretend that there were flies around, yeah. which I'm sure there were. There definitely were. But it yeah. was funny to see people swatting out what looked like absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean I, I, I like the flies because I did have like game implications. Like it, it brought the end to Mimi who I was really sad to see lose because she seemed very confident going into the challenge. But yeah, I think it's just hard to, it's hard to show versus BB six where it was very bright when I think they should have started with the flies. I think, I think instead of having like a bad thing happen each go around, I think having it start with flies would have been a great callback. Kaser would have been like, you know, Oh, you know, BB six, we had flies open up at the very start. Because that wasn't an award for anyone. It was just a chest that opened up off the cuff. Um, I will say, one thing I liked about BB6 uh, in that pressure cooker is the fact that the uh, all the uh, house guests that were out and eliminated, they were still able to right. like communicate and talk, uh, which led to like, Howie just being Howie. Um, I, I don't think we missed much with you know the, the players that went out because, you know, Big Brother players nowadays are not Howie, but I, I, I still wish they had that uh, communication and just allowed that to have the old uh, house guests be able to still communicate. Yeah, I also felt that there was something missing, like there was a missing ingredient to it, which was the fact that the people who got out who had to stay in the room didn't really it wasn't that enter as entertaining as big yeah. brother six's pressure cooker with people like getting drunk and messing around <laughs> and being a nuisance to everyone else who's left in the game like they, they the people who are voted out it's fun when they become the distraction yeah. um and you know i think that that was a little a missing there i thought the pacing of it which by the way i i see a lot of people on twitter sort of saying like oh it's the editor's fault get new editors we have to remember that there are producers who need the editors to shape things a certain way. So the producers yeah. are probably telling them, hey, we need room for the AmeriCorey Showman's oh. edit that got randomly inserted into the middle of the pressure cooker, which I was like, is this really the time for this? <laughs> yeah. 
I think that's a problem with Big Brother that just is always going to happen, where it's like, you can't show everything at once, so a lot of things has to get scrapped. And I think this episode, they used it as a way to catch the viewers up. We had the whole alliance mess that happened, uh, you know, the Mary Corey storyline. Um, anything that wasn't explicitly shown in the last week, has, you know, was given room to show now. Um, and that's just, I don't blame editors or producers. That's just the nature of Big Brother. Um, it's just, it, it's just, it's just what happens, right? It's no one's fault, except for the players. You feel how short these episodes actually are when you have yeah. a almost 14 hour competition have to be shrunk down into how much time did they dedicate to this? Probably like maybe maximum 13 to 15 minutes for the pressure cooker in total. Which I mean, that was a lot to get through a competition. I feel, yeah. I'm, I'm used to like survivor competitions that are like, you know, it's 10 minutes, but the pressure cooker is such a legendary competition where you know it, it just has had to last a little longer it's true but also to be fair they didn't have a lot to show in terms of cameron's hoh i'm gonna go out and say that first of all by the way cameron won the pressure cooker competition it came down to him in america he promised america and Corey safety which got her to sort of throw it at the end there we'll talk about if that was a good idea or not um but no, I actually thought, did you see on the live feeds um, during the pressure cooker competition, uh, the interactions between Izzy, Suri, Jared and Felicia, that was incredibly entertaining. A little bit. I, I mostly paid attention to the pressure cooker, but the morning after or the day after I went back and I saw the important clips, uh, especially what wasn't shown was Suri kind of yelling at Jared. We had a very mother son moment where Suri was like you gotta tell us all the information because jared was like oh yeah heisen wanted you guys gone and he told me and so he was like why are you telling us now like yeah we wanted it like we were about to keep him <laughs> Very it, fun that moment. was so good and i kept waiting for them to sort of insert it just like they did with the americori thing that they found time for in the middle yeah. of the pressure cooker competition i kept waiting for them to throw that conversation in there because i felt i felt that it would have been so important to Suri and jared's story moving forward i mean i think the biggest problem though is that it doesn't have any immediate game implications right and so i think i, I kind of like how americori was presented now i think instead if if this leads into a, a bigger problem with jared and Suri and their gameplay then they'll show that we might get a DR from Suri later saying, I love Jared, but Jared's gameplay, you know, it's kind of sloppy. And then it'll cut to them talking for a little bit. And then another conversation with them. And then like, you know, it'll, it'll come later. Just not, I, I don't, I don't blame producers for missing out on this one conversation. I thought it was hilarious, but not the most important for this episode, at least. You know what? You make a good point. I have to say, I'm so uh, glued to the feeds this week where yeah. um, a lot of interesting stuff is happening with Jared and Blue in particular. I'll say interesting is like a light term for it. But yeah. what I will say is that I have like, I feel like if I was a producer on the show, I would have made the choice to show that interaction between Suri and Jared specifically because of all of the things that we have we've known have transpired if you watch the live feeds you know that things are weird with jared's gameplay and 
his gameplay yeah. and Suri's gameplay are sort of clashing at this point. So I feel like it would have been nice to have it for story, but I understand what you're saying where they had a, a couple of other things this episode that they needed to get to. Yeah, I think I think we'll we're going to see a lot of Jared in particular, I think Wednesday night. If if not, then we will talk about it most definitely if they try to hide it, which they still might. Um but we won't spoil the happenings on the feeds, at least in this episode, just focusing on the pressure cooker, Cameron's HOH reign. Um, speaking of Cameron, yeah, how do you feel about his nominations? So, yeah, okay. So, yes, Cameron wins <laughs> HOH, and he nominates Jag and Blue. I My eyes are tired. I have been watching these feeds, trying to wait for something really awesome to happen. And Cameron even said in this episode, he promised America, like, I can take, you're, you're in such a great place in the game. I can take the shot that you don't want to take, right? You're, you're good mm -hmm. in the middle. I will do the risky moves. <laughs> this was real safe. This was, was real safe. And I'm curious to know about from you, Will, like how you think his rationale was this episode. We didn't see that when he did it on the feeds, but like, did anything change for you when he explained it? No. I So to explain his rationale, it's pretty simple, right? Everyone just wants safety, right? When you win HOH, you win guaranteed safety for, for the week, right? And so in his mind, he's willing to say and do whatever to give the implication that he's going to make this big game move. And this is something we've seen so many times, especially in modern Big Brother, where we always see a player who's always going to be like, I want to make the big move this week. I'm going to take the shot that no one else wants to take. And then they make the safest game move possible. And it's just it just happened again. And I, I don't blame Cameron that much. I just wish that he wouldn't try to make it seem bigger than what it was. Because, again, he, he, he voted... He's putting up Riley's closest allies like i feel like riley still has a game impact and it's a week week four like come on man like don't it's okay to make the safe move just own that you're playing it safe i think the worst part about this for me is that regardless of whoever stays and uh just want to say this isn't a spoiler because i have no idea what is happening with the veto i don't even know if the um ceremony has happened yet so i don't know what's going on but let's just assume that the nominations that happen tonight, Jag and Blue, are the same on Thursday. Whoever stays is going to be targeting Cameron and Red instead of, like, Suri and Felicia yeah. and Izzy. And it's just, we're eating ourselves here. And it's it's not it's not fun to me, at least. No. it It's weird because I, I love Survivor, right? Survivor's my second favorite show of all time versus big brother i love sari but and if, when i watched you know her seasons i'm always rooting for sari this is the first time i'm actively rooting for not sari i don't I know it's so home. sad like and I, it's not sari's fault either it's just how the again it's team sari or team fun feeds and the feeds have been <laughs> fun they they've been chaotic but I want it to go over the edge, you know, because it's still it's still very timid gameplay that we're getting right where it's a lot of uncertainty to get to a certain spot. But the spot itself is very timid. And yeah. so like it's I don't know, I, I want I want 
I can't, I want Izzy to go. <laughs> Izzy or or Jared, honestly. I mean, listen. Yeah, I mean they're they're kind of on my list too. I think Izzy is very entertaining for and that for that reason alone, I want Izzy in the game longer. Yeah. The thing is, I'm like I'm confused why they're not really showing more of Izzy on the show because Izzy's funny and like Izzy does funny. She did uh, during the HOH during the pressure cooker. She was dancing, yeah, to herself and like. I just kept waiting for them to show a montage of that. And yeah, Izzy's edit is is confusing to me. I actually would like them to show a lot more of her on the show. Yeah. I, see, Izzy is like the exact kind of house guest that I always root against. Like the one who's always crying, hyperactive, always I mean, yeah. going a mile a minute. But like Bowie Jane has been getting a lot more screen time than Izzy. And Bowie Jane... What is like again? This is your conspiracy theory that Bowie Jane is yeah. the winner. I believe that now because Izzy is infinitely more important to the storyline, and and just as a character, she's way more poignant. I wish they showed more Izzy, but I also want Izzy to go home. <laughs> I mean, yes, but I for those of you who are just tuning into our show earlier when we started covering Big Brother, um, I had mentioned that I had noticed some editing tricks that made me feel like a conspiracy was going on where that Bowie Jane was going to win the season. She's not my winner pick, but uh, for some reason, I just have a strange feeling. Uh, For me, I know that Jag and Blue are on the block. Jag is not playing the greatest of games and it's, it's, it's upsetting. Uh, I feel like he holds on to information that he should be sharing. And then he shares information that he should be keeping to himself. And I also, you know, we saw the conversation with him and Cam when Cam flat out told him you're going on the block and Jag didn't do anything in the show that what they showed tonight or also on the feeds to really fight for him to not be on the block. It It's unfortunate. Jag is that kind of player that isn't the best game player but like there's always that player that just like makes it really far in the season right because it's just a very likable guy level-headed enough but jag has been dealt a bad hand at the start and he needs to be more active and he needs to be a better game player i said at the start of the season i'm a jag fan i still am i still i love jag and what he brings to the season but he needs to be more right he needs to match izzy right now Izzy's like a mile a minute gameplay, very frantic, right? Jag needs to be that. Izzy is Mario Kart and, and Jag is mm-hmm. checkers right now in terms of chaos. I feel bad for I actually have a lot of empathy for him just because of the fact that like I recognize when he was talking to Cameron when I saw it on the feeds, I sort of recognized his tone as just feeling like I knew this was gonna happen feeling really defeated, feeling, feeling truly like there was nothing he could say to switch that up. Even though I feel like he could have tried a little bit. He, I think he, Jag was just feeling like I I shouldn't even try. And that was sad. And then I have to give blue just like the tiniest bit of credit here. And we saw this on the episode tonight when Cam told her that she was going on the block, blue asked him if he's trying to please the people he feels iffy about. And I thought that she was really, really, it was a really smart decision to ask him this question in that way. And it helped us like sort of see 
a little bit more of where Cam was coming from, even though I don't agree with it. But Cam's whole thing is it's better to be with the majority because we're so early in the game. Little does he know that people are out playing him left and right. See, I hate I hate house mentality. Everyone hates house. It's important. I get it. But like you're you're going into a month in the Big Brother house, right? It's not early anymore. You're playing like the late early game, right? Like the week before the jury, like is the time to break away from the mold because you have to start shaping the jury, right? You have to think about the final two at all times. Think about yeah. who you want on the jury and who you don't want on the jury, right? And playing the safe vote, it doesn't, it lets better players out- outnumber you and out circle around you, right? And that's that's the problem and that's the problem with Cameron's nominations too right it's too safe too late into the game he's not week one anymore you know you have to get your hands dirty people aren't going to be happy with you 100% of the time and he's talking about like waiting until the veto matters right but the veto truly matters at final six because that's when everyone plays like it, it makes no sense yeah I <laughs> I feel so exhausted. I just, I need everyone to know. I'm trying. I try to send positive vibes when I'm watching the feeds to try to see if anything happens. I mean, the, the good news about the feeds is that, like, I mean, they, they keep you coming to them for some reason or another, whether they're a wreck or whether they are um, going your way. But it's, it's not fun. This week's not very fun so far. I'm just going to say it. I mean, are you having fun watching the feeds, Will? No. <laughs> yeah so without spoiling much all of my favorite players are getting dealt really bad hands and the players i just feel like the most like whatever about aren't even like succeeding it's just man it i yeah it's it's been rough it's been a very rough one yeah and i'm I'm sure we're gonna see some edits of who's receiving doubt and why on Wednesday and Thursday's episode. We'll see if that plays into if or how the power of veto is used. Again, just want to preface it by saying I have no idea if it's even happened yet. Um, I do know who wins the power of veto. I'm not going to share it here for anyone who doesn't want spoilers. And we'll see. We'll see. I have to also ask, uh, they reminded us about America's Vote, um, which ends on August 28th. Judging from this edit, and I want us to pay attention. Oh, it ends tomorrow. So never mind. Based on this edit of this episode, who yeah. do you think production is trying to get the favorite America. to win? America. Yeah. 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 I think they got want America to America get it. Screen time. And America got so much screen time. There, I think Corey is a popular enough player where he didn't need to have like too much screen time. But... America was revealed to be in a showman's ish with Corey, like th- at least something there. Like this edit production, I think, is also fans of the show, and they want America or Corey to to win the power. I want America or Corey to win the power. Uh, I think Nicole also got a pretty strong edit too. Like we saw a lot of her in the pressure cooker, mm-hmm. um, and I res- love Nicole as well. Um, Corey got a little bit. I think Suri, I mean, Suri is just a lock no matter what. Suri, you, yeah. There's, I, I, I think there's going to be a good number of Survivor fans who don't 
watch the show or don't they don't even know what Big Brother is, and they're gonna be like, "Ooh, let's help out Sari because it's Sari." But yeah, I di- I didn't actually see a lot of Sari in this episode. I mean, it's it's a little bit. A little bit. It's it's less than the past episodes, I would say. I think the focus was more on other people here. So it's interesting. You're right. America, front and center for a lot of this yeah. episode. I also thought that the way that they chose to edit down Jag's conversation with Cameron, which didn't really go great on the feeds, still didn't go great here, but they edited mm-hmm. out a lot of just the, like the, the parts that didn't really matter. I feel like Jag also sort of has this underdog speaking of i want to circle back to that term in just a second but jag um has sort of this underdog narrative right now where i feel like people would also want to see him compete for this i'm just going to call it like an extra veto of some sort basically you got to save yourself if you're evicted or save someone else if they're evicted toward the sort of thing but yeah let's circle back to underdog did you notice who meant said that they thought that they were an underdog remind me please Izzy. <laughs> Izzy no. said Izzy said she was terrified of Cam winning and she said that she sort of saw herself at, and her alliance as underdogs. That don't dude come on Izzy. You're you're a super fan. You've been st- No. That is like the worst thing anyone could say when they're not the underdog is I'm the underdog guys. Like Izzy as as active as she is, like she's a she's in the center, she's in the core alliance, right? Because really, the, so far the the main core is Felicia, Sari, Jared, kind of, and Izzy, right? They've been calling like any decisions that have been made have been made because of what they wanted, right? Mm-hmm. They are not. They are honestly they're overdogs. I think they are way too powerful, and I like the fact again we're rooting against them right now i'm rooting against them at least and i want there to be a shift in power i wanted either jared or izzy gone (laughs) you know yeah i mean i will say i'd like to see that side lose some numbers just so it's interesting yeah but i i would still be very very happy seeing suri felicia izzy some like some combination of them in the finals because to be fair they have orchestrated this where the house is literally all fighting with each other and not them and everyone feels so secure with Sari especially to bring her back information so I think that's something to reward but as a viewer as someone who likes the entertainment as someone who wants to see Sari get out of a very tricky situation because we know Sari can um, I'd like to see some obstacles get in their way just to make it a little more entertaining. As a Big Brother fan, the one thing I hate the most, it's good gameplay because good gameplay is boring. <laughs> oh, isn't that sad? This actually yeah. made me think while we were watching this episode and also just watching the live feeds. Like, I know that on Survivor, there has been some pretty poor gameplay. We know this. Yeah. But based on the fact that Survivor gets to edit their episodes, tailor a story, a storyline, um, present it months after the action has all happened, yeah. do we think that we're m- more critical on Big Brother because we're seeing it in such real time that yes. anything someone doesn't do correctly is automatically wrong? Yep, because I think the biggest example of that is uh, Xander from Survivor 41, where... 
it's revealed postseason and through interviews that he's he played a really bad game where he had no iniquity. But on the show and from a lot of fans, people were surprised when he lost the game. I felt like if he was placed in Big Brother or if in a situation where we're able to see the game play out in real time, fans would be a lot more critical. Not just that too, but it's like when you're rooting for someone, it's like it's like rooting for your favorite team in a sports game, right? It's like you you are uh, hyper analytical or analytical blah, blah, of everything that they do, and so you like worry when they make the wrong play, right? And yeah. it's similar with Big Brother, where it's like we see like one bad conversation happen in real time, and we're like, no, you're messing up your allies game. Why are you revealing certain information? And yes, I'm foreshadowing certain things that happen on the feed. Why? Oh, are yes, you, you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, listen, that's part of the reason why I might be a little bit salty this week about the what's been going on in the house. I think any, listen, I have faith that whatever mess ups happened this week with some of our favorite players, that there will be a way for people to recover and you know that that's it's it's sad that people got themselves into certain situations again we're talking very broadly here um but we'll see how they manage to pull themselves out of it and excel <laughs> it's gonna be a really interesting week will i'm i feel I'm, exhausted by this already i'm i can't wait to figure out how they're going to edit wednesday <laughs> i ain't gonna lie it's gonna it's gonna be weird also I mean, they only have one hour veto I think the ceremony happens on Mondays. Oh, thank you. Okay. See, time has been such a, a blur for me with these. I really, gen they put the pets on today at one point and I was like, oh, it's happening now. But um, they, they, the feeds came back rel uh, relatively quickly after the pets were there. Yeah. It's, and feeds go down all the time for like the most trivial of things. Button boy, you know, Button it's boy. not as bad as, as of other, like I think, bb21 the feeds were like down constantly oh i mean all stars too i remember seeing those yes. stars that that's what that was the season but to be fair with them though it's like half the cast don't have to quit and i don't think <laughs> yeah well <laughs> listen we have so much has been going on if you're not on the feeds um I hope that you're still being entertained by the episodes. I'd love to hear in the comments, if you are someone who just watches the episodes, please leave us a comment. Let us know if you're having fun with this season um, or if you're not enjoying it. We're definitely really curious about that. I know I'm having, I'm, I'm, I'm exhausted by it, but I'm having fun with both the feeds and the show in very different ways. Um, but yeah, we are going to be back on Wednesday to talk about the power of veto. Who wins it? Is it used? Will there be a, re a replacement nominee? We will find out. And then on Thursday, that is going to be our live eviction episode. But because of America's vote, someone may get saved an extra week in the game. So we are going to be here and we will see you all next time. <laughs>